Tom Bernard show with Melissa Kirk. What? Oh, you're using Alex's. Okay, here we're going to do it again. There okay. Tom Bernard show with JB. Melissa Kirk. Andy Brant Bernard. I don't know where Catherine is, but she's been late lately. It's, you know what the hell. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard show. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Walzer Automotive continues to grow. They think it's because of their upfront pricing, no haggle or hassle sales experience. And working with one person from start to finish. I think we all know it's because of the loyal podcast listeners. I've said it a million times before. I won't endorse a company that I don't believe in, and Walzer's no exception. I've bought several cars from them, as has my family. I know what you're thinking. Tommy got some special deal. Well, the truth is we paid the Walzer best price just like everyone else. Walzer will sell about 35,000 cars this year, and you can't do that if your prices aren't great. Do yourself a favor. When it's time to shop for a new or used car, go to walzer.com and give them a shot. You won't be sorry. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. We're back in the saddle again. We are. Tom Bernard Show. Yep. JB's here. <laughs> Melissa's here. Andy's here. House of Comedy will be here. They will be here, but it was pouring rain when we all got here. So. Yeah, I was uh, working. We're hosting three other soccer teams today. And originally it was supposed to be 4 o'clock and 7 o'clock games. So they decided to move the first game up to 11. And that's when the storm hit. Was oh, 11. Right at 11. So we have a football game at U.S. Bank Stadium at 7 o'clock. We have a concert at the Armory at, I think, 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. We have uh, the Twins. Yes. They're probably not going to play tonight because it's pouring rain. And there's some event at Target Center that involves... That's the volleyball team. Right. Yep. So I'd get the hell out of downtown as soon as you possibly can because the traffic is going to be unbearable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Can you even imagine that? And you're going to have these storms. Do you remember? It's going to storm all day. It was like a year ago. One day there was every... Every single event you could think of in Minneapolis was mm-hmm. happening. Do you remember that? Yeah. And how terrible the traffic was. Yeah. <laughs> and it's oh. like, do these people stop and think, no, nah, they don't care. Yeah, no. you would no. think that they would be like, okay, maybe we can do it tomorrow because today there's going to be so much traffic, no one will be able or willing to go. Yeah. But you know why they do it? Because they think they they'll their event will get spill op- spillage or spillover yeah. from oh, yeah, the state yeah, fair. Yeah. Don't think that's yeah, how that's it works. True. Well, well they, maybe all these people are in town. town. And they got nothing yeah, else to do I in suppose. town, or they can really make it a full day of like, hey, we can go to the state fair in the afternoon and go to the twins at night. You know. Yeah, yeah. I suppose I, so. Yeah, that's true. And I think either the state fair sells a package or the twins sells a like a. Twins State Fair package, huh. where you can kind of do both. Yeah, hmm. yeah. I, I don't know. They, they should be able to handle it. Although every road's closed down, so I don't well, know. Well, that's the can... other problem. Good yeah. God! Have you, have you been on Hennepin Avenue near, um, 
you know where the old bank store used to be? Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Right yeah, there. They got all by. the streets tore up over there. They do. Yes. Exactly. They've been torn up all summer. Right. Robin Leach, best known for hosting the hit TV series Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous, died on Friday morning in Las Vegas this morning. According to the Las Vegas Review-Journal, he was only 76 years old. The journalist had reportedly been hospitalized since November 21st following a stroke. Sad to report the death of famed celeb reporter, friend and colleague Robin Leach in Las Vegas, tweeted John Casalamates a columnist for the Las Vegas Review-Journal, where uh, Leach worked. He would have been 77 on Wednesday. Next Wednesday, he turned 77. He suffered a second stroke Monday. He, he in hospice care. says he in hospice care. <laughs> Who wrote that? I don't have any. Somebody at Some, MSN, MSN. Somebody in my uh, old neighborhood. Yeah, man, exactly. <laughs> Y'all, y'all be in hospice. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'd been hospitalized since November 21st after suffering a stroke in Cabo San Lucas. So Robin Leach, lifestyles of the rich and famous, has passed on. That's that, the worst impression I've ever heard. In my life. <laughs> that happened to my dad. He died the day before his birthday. Oh God, that's amazing. No, he didn't. He didn't hit 77. It's an untenable situation. Um, you know about Paul Manafort, he's going to go to prison. Mm-hmm. You know about Cohen, he's going to do at least five, six years in prison. Yep. And now a third guy has jumped up, uh, given immunity. He's going after Trump now. Uh, he is the CEO of the company that owns the National Enquirer. Uh-oh. And I won't tell you his name. His first name is David. But the New York Post took advantage of his last name uh, because his last name is Pecker. His name is David Pecker, and the headline in the New York Post read, Pecker is in a vice. (laughs) That's really nice. Pecker in vice. I thought you were going to say, Pecker out to screw Trump. Well, yeah, we could go that route as well. That, that, That would certainly work as well, but I don't know. That whole thing is, it's just... Well... That's, Fascinating. I know. It's it, it it is you remember we were old enough to remember Watergate. And this yeah, is, and yeah. it has the same feel to it because it was one guy after another right. after another after another and finally they had enough to get it back to Nixon and it was like Yeah. You know, he gave the famous the famous peace sign salute as he got on the helicopter. Yeah, I remember. I'm out <laughs> of here, sorry, everything we're, we're gonna yeah. go now. It's uh and then Gerald Ford turned around and pardoned him. Uh, Andy and Melissa and JB, do you know a lot about computers and how they work? No, I bet you Andy does. <laughs> no, a um, little bit, but not as much as him. <laughs> remember, sure. remember when the uh, DNC, the Democratic National Committee, claimed that Russia was trying to hack into their computer mm-hmm. yep. at the DNC? Yeah. Yep. Uh, it was real yesterday, revealed yesterday that, uh, no, that wasn't the case. Oh, here comes trouble. It wasn't the case. It was the fact that they were running a test trying to hack their own system. <laughs> oh. And they didn't know it. Hmm. Unbelievable. And and now they're admitting to it? Uh, now they admit to it, exactly. Well, that... What are you... Oh, you're back from your eight-month uh, eight vacation? <laughs> that, yeah. that, are you going to sit down? You're not going to sit down? You're coming back. Yeah, don't lie to me. All right. Well, maybe that'll stop some of the Facebook messaging I get from my sister. Who oh, that's all God. she does is complain about the, dim, the uh, Democrats being uh, hacked. So. Yeah, I I don't know. All of these people, all of them, Republicans, Democrats, would you all just shut up and leave us alone? I loved how you went after went after uh, Rahm Emanuel this morning. Uh, Every, oh, he oh he's one of Clinton's buddies. No, he's not. He's a scumbag. Nah, he didn't do nothing for our city, man. Nobody. He in the didn't. City. It's absolutely true. It's, Nobody in the city likes him. It's actually gotten worse in Chicago since he's become mayor, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, just yeah. There's been a lot of things that have um, like you know education, um, uh, just law enforcement. That's always been a little issue, though. Right. Um. But but I mean, there's been some good stuff too. But it's, that's been all the all the organizations and the people that, that are like kind of standing up and protesting and starting 
and starting to just be, get active in the communities and right. stuff like that. Rom hasn't done anything, but he could start if he wanted to. Yeah, I don't think uh, that's going to happen. Nah. Is there nah. any money in it for him? <laughs> nah, nah, nah. No money's of fingers. No money's of fingers. That's it. Chris Red with us, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. He is at Rick Bronson's House Comedy tonight and tomorrow night. Sarah's here. Hi. I assume you're Sarah. I yeah. We've never met. So I, I just assume you're Sarah. Where are you from, Sarah? <laughs> I'm from Minnesota. Born and raised. Really? Yeah. Where? Hastings. Oh, I love Hastings. Hastings. Oh, really? I do. I love Hastings. <laughs> I go to the Mexican place. What's a Mexican Las place? Las Margaritas. Now? Oh, yeah. Dude, I was telling Chris about this yesterday, and he did not believe that it, our small town had the I'm best Mexican you. food. It's so good. Nah, Fantastic. Nah, man. I don't believe that. <laughs> no. Nah, man. I told you. My aunt is from Mexico. My grandpa went and stole her from there. Or my uncle, rather. I don't know about stealing her. He uh, did. Hey, man. It's <laughs> he tricked her. <laughs> she's way too good for him. So. That's really <laughs> Hey, he even stole my grandmother. Hey, man. It's happened before. Yeah, I suppose that's right. <laughs> I suppose it's true. People have been stolen before. I just... I, but, but I did like that. Because you got these people... If they're on the far right, they're only going with that. If they're on the far left, they're only going with that. You never hear somebody, although, you know, it's funny, because every time I criticize somebody like you did, Rahm Emanuel, yeah. all of a sudden, uh, there are all these newspaper articles about how alt-right I am. For like, real? No, I'm not. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I think, it's, I think it's, it, it's, it's crazy, man. This divisiveness has created, like, first of all, I don't like political gangs. As it is, you know, I was yeah. trying to run with real gangs, and that was tiring enough. You uh, tried to run with real gangs. What did. the hell is the matter with you? Don't, well, don't even do that again. You know, I, I'm coming after you. You're gonna come after me. I'll be your dad. You're, you're gonna have to wear longer shorts. Uh, <laughs> you like looking like at that muscle, don't you? We got a lot of leg out here, y'all. I, I, I want that much confidence. Yeah. <laughs> nah, it's just like no one's one thing, man. And that's just, that's the right, thing about right. it. It's like, I, yo, I've voted liberal because that's the person I aligned with but like I don't consider myself a liberal I'm conservative in ways I'm liberal in ways I mean Chris there Rock has go. a great joke about that like everybody's very you know what I mean everybody's very much like uh, different so I don't I, this the extremes on both sides are annoying to me mm -hmm. I, you know I, I gotta mean? make a comment and, and JB and I JB is basically my youngest brother the guy right there yeah word <laughs> and that's my my son right there his friend Melissa Hey. I don't know if you met Sarah or not, but she's done. No, she just walked in. Uh, she walked on the plane and no, then I, okay. just came here with me. Right. I don't understand. I understand. Why she's here right now. No, so, Sarah Keller's hilarious. No, we've we've either worked or been around each other for almost 32 years. Yeah, so. 32 Damn. years. Yeah. Y'all like real family. For yep. real, for real. And do you, it, it, well, let me put it this way. I love telling this story on JB and my <laughs> friend Philip Wise. We were actually... You know, it's really funny, me being Mr. Alt-Right, they claim, my rest of it. Our morning show that you were on this morning has been on for 33 years. Yeah. First morning show in America to have two black people on. For real? First, ever. Yeah, ever and ever women, in, three in, women. In history. Yep. That's crazy. You can ask JB, he knows. He was how, was, how was that? We I didn't didn't notice any difference. Shay. We were we were all like, yeah, we were all there. Right here. Yeah. No, now, don't be trying to like punch in me or anything like that. <laughs> I gotta cover hey, up man, my leg. Don't make, Shad, don't make do it nervous. Shot punched both of us before we got in the car. I don't know. You that don't want to mess with Shot. <laughs> Did you pep talk like up. threatening to punch him? Need some headphones for you right there. Not yet. Not yet. So, what? You took a vacation from what? That's what I want to know. I wish I took a vacation. My mother had a heart attack. Ah no! It's not quite the same as a vacation. Is she all right? Well, they told me you were on vacation. That's what I was told. I guess they was being nice. Yeah, trying to keep your business out the streets. At least it wasn't. She's on vacation and she was fired. I don't know about that. Well, yeah. It's because he wasn't around for a few weeks. What are you talking about? Wait a minute, I, I missed that. That's right. I, when you did come in, what happens at all these comedy clubs? As soon as I start liking somebody, yeah. they get fired. And well, I, I like Shy, so she'll end up getting fired. It's, uh, it's just how it is. It's like you should have said immediately, "Well, don't like me." She did. But she's just so enchanting. Yeah, that, it's, you know, it's impossible not to like Shy, man. Look, no real. question about it. I try really hard. It's like I you do try hard. You do try very hard. It's all true. So basically, yeah, so this is how it should be. This is how I grew up around black people, and they all grew up in white neighborhoods. Yeah. That's, see? see? That's a good, that's a good build. <laughs> that's, that's a good, good build. build right there. 
I want to, and if you guys don't want to answer this question, you don't have to. But I've been observing something. And I just want to see if you guys feel the same way. That all these people, white people, that live in deep suburbs or they live in very wealthy neighborhoods, they've all become experts on African Americans. And I'd like to know how that's possible. Oh. <laughs> um, I, well, I wouldn't say all. Uh, a lot. A lot. The, the, the high percentage of white people have always taken upon themselves to to dive deep into like the black culture, any other culture, and then like yeah, proclaim to know everything. <laughs> um, so you don't disagree. Uh, you do kind of agree on. Well, I mean, I, look, I went to I went to high school, middle school, and grade school, and, like in around rich white people, you know, so. I studied y'all for years. And I don't know that you call me rich white. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to y'all who's listening. Who's oh, rich. listen. Okay. <laughs> all the, all the I've been studying white, white people. people for a very long time. You have to know who's around your moves. That's true. How you sleep. Uh, how, no. <laughs> but, like, I don't know, man. I mean, I think it's like, uh, I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I don't have the answer for that, for real. Nobody has the answer. To yeah, that. it's just a thing that's like, it's. It, I mean, you could tell how, how people get like kind of annoyed by stuff like uh, affirmative action and like, like when people say stuff like, "Oh, well, you had Obama, so uh, racism is dead." <laughs> it's like, well, bruh, like, you're still not listening. Yeah, like the listening has to happen for a very long time. Like you, you got a lot of making up to do, and I, I think people get like impatient. Well, let me say about this. That. Let me say this to you: Black people had Barack Obama. Yeah. And me as a Roman Catholic, we had JFK, and he got killed. So he, what does he, that tell you? He's the only Catholic president ever. Yeah, but yeah. not before his family had a bunch of people killed. So. Well, that's true. That's yeah. So they, yeah, all the different genres of white people is insane. Catholics. Genres of white yeah, people? Yeah, y'all got mad genres, yo. Like, well, he's Catholic. Yeah, Amish. Yeah, yeah Amish, Amish and Hasidic Jews. They got the same hat, but they're very different. You and look that's like, like ZZ Top. <laughs> Y'all got all types. You got Italians. You got uh, Polish. Well, now, wait a minute. I, you got Germans. I can't even tell two of them apart. Yes, you can. You nah. ever see this, you ever if see you show me a Polish person and you show me a German person, I wouldn't be able to say, nah, that's, right. that's no, Polish, right. that's German. I'd be right. like, those two people are but, white. But you couldn't really look at a black that's person what, and go, oh, that well, that person's from Tanzania and that person over there is from South Africa. You of course not. To, but, I mean, yeah. I know white people that couldn't tell... That I wasn't in the Black Klansman, like the movie. Yeah, yeah. Everybody thought I was th- that. Uh, th- th- the Black They're like, dude, your m- new movie's great. Like, which what? <laughs> <laughs> when did I get well, casted? They, they meant feudal. I've been since the wire came out. So I, <laughs> I got to take a break. Be back in two minutes more. Chris Red's here. Sarah Keller's here, and Shy's back. I hope your mother's oh. doing well. If your mother's doing well. She's coming along. Good. I'm glad here. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. Tom Bernard here with the founder and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski, who's here to talk about a great service and an app that you can get and use from North American Banking Company called XCheck. Tom, it's a payment app we developed. We wanted a simple application that was safe and secure, easy to use, and a way in which you could pay the kid who cuts your grass, shovels your snow, a way you could split a dinner check without having to exchange cash, without having to write a check. The app processes the payment, puts it right into the receiver's account, literally the same day. It's free to our customers. It's safe, secure, and easy to use. This is Tom Why Not Bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, celebrating 20 years of providing a better banking experience. Member FDIC and equal housing lender, Mike is a disaster. Now, wait a minute. You better cut out that. <laughs> Tommy. Did you know that about 60% of people over the age of 60 are starting to experience cloudy, blurry, or dim vision due to cataracts? Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care. Whiting Clinic is best known for their fabulous LASIK results. You've heard me rave about them for years, but did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed, and I'm here to tell you about my wonderful experience having cataract surgery at Whiting Clinic. I'm at that age when my vision started to fade, so I called up the folks at Whiting Clinic. They helped me out right away. My cataract surgery was super easy, and thanks to the Whiting Clinic, my vision is top-notch once again. Whiting Clinic has the most advanced lens technology options, so I can see far away 
and up close without wearing any glasses. If you want to learn more about your options for cataract surgery or clearer vision, attend one of Whiting Clinic's cataract seminars. Call Whiting Clinic at 855-554-2020 to RSVP today. That's 855-554-2020 to learn more about your cataract surgery options at Whiting Clinic. An interesting sound well, we to return are, to. But yeah, the, the coffee being poured. What kind of coffee are you making? Mocha? It's, it's, uh, it sounds like wet poop. Yeah, it doesn't sound <laughs> really nice. The yeah. thing needs to be cleaned, and so it's struggling a bit. <laughs> Cafe mocha and hazelnut. Is that what it is? Cafe mocha and hazelnut? Okay, you can stop it's, now. Yeah, that's going to run over the top, isn't it? Oh, it hey. stopped just in, t- just in time. I stopped you just in time. Chris, what's up? One of us. We got to solve problems while we're here today. Okay, solve the solve world's, the world's problems. problems. Yep, it's true. Man, I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try my best to help out, man. That's all you ever do is give, give, give. That's all I know. When will the world give me back? Huh? <laughs> it's about time they give back. I've to come you. to collect. <laughs> I've come to collect. Chris, you have to understand something. What's the up? older you get, the more life takes away from you. That's yeah, true. that's crazy. I don't like that at all. Like your ability to run? <laughs> okay. Or be or be mobile at all. <laughs> wow. Just a lot of things. Yeah. You know, you start losing friends, family. Uh, yeah. Okay. yeah. But I've, yeah, I've been doing that for a long time. Yeah. So I'm just hoping to leave some stuff for the world. You know what I'm saying? Like my CD player. And oh, that'd be good. That'd be highly used. Very highly used. At this yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're going to need it for a museum or whatever. I you know what I got to leave the world? You said what? You know what I got to leave the world? What? An original in the jewel case Space Jam soundtrack. Oh, Ooh, that's amazing. Go. They got to know They got to know what real CGI versus real life mixture yeah, well. animated movie is and Space Jam is the prime example. The that. funny thing is, I have no means to play it. Yeah, nothing in my house plays a CD. I, oh, I suppose yeah. we tried. We tried. Yeah, 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 tried. We were gonna do it when we were cleaning one day. But yeah. Yeah. Space Jam, come on. Yeah, the Xbox doesn't even play the CD. It's all yeah. DVDs are higher. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have Blu-ray, do you? Uh, yeah. They'll play. That'll well, play. It, no, it doesn't play. P- it doesn't play CDs. Audio? No, just DVDs really? and Blu-rays. Yeah. Somebody handed me a mixtape in New York. And a literal a, tape? A literal mixed CD and was oh. like, yo, come on, brother. It's only $2. I was like, I don't know where I would play this. <laughs> and he was like, I got to go anywhere. buy something to play. Like, no, <laughs> dog, this is an investment, bro. Yeah. I don't have a CD player. Mm-hmm. Get a hard drive, sir. It's funny to think. <laughs> I mean, just in my life, I'm 31 and cassettes have gone. CDs have gone. Technically, when I was a kid, uh, Betamax, that was still around. Yeah, VHS, that's gone. All sorts of stuff. Vinyl's still around. Vinyl's it come is, back. Yeah. Vinyl's and, still around. And it's funny. I have, except for the Betamax, I have something to play. Orville. Mm. Yeah. Well, I'm the same thing. I still have my Nintendo. Yeah. I yeah. Have well, I do too, but. Oh, uh, yeah. The VHS, the DVD player, all that stuff. I don't have none of it. I don't even have a TV. I didn't like well, I didn't either until like two months ago. No, he so. didn't have a TV, yeah, TV at all. I had to get. What, do you have conversations at your house? That's gross. No. <laughs> no. I watch Netflix. Gross. I watch my computer. Exactly. Netflix. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you really don't need a TV no. at all. Yeah, we use ours for, well, we plug the PlayStation into it and watch Netflix on that. Yeah, so. you can do anything. Yeah. If I uh, wasn't so into watching live sports, I'm, I'm getting very close to tonight. cutting, yeah. Actually, become um, a, a cable cutter, because they, they don't get it. They cable keep cutter? Ju- My cousin's a cable cutter, too. <laughs> yeah, but no, no, stealing copper But it's only a part of the process, you know what I'm saying? It's only a part of the process. Gotta get that car out there on the PlayStation, they actually have this thing. Um, I don't oh, remember what it was. PlayStation View. They ha- yeah, I guess like it's TV basically on the su- supposed to be like a cable uh, replacement, and they even have an app specifically for live sports on it. Yeah. So I Hulu think honestly, there probably are yeah cheaper ways well, to watch yeah. live sports. Yeah, Hulu offers TV. Yeah, yeah. Hulu has a live TV. I got it's that free. package. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, if you if you pay like a monthly thing, you can get it's like, like live. T- yeah, oh. and you get any sport. You can get well, everything. I, I have DVD players that have Hulu 
Well, there you go. Down load in it, so I guess I do the subscription and yeah. because the cable people can't figure it out, they keep going up and up and up, and more yeah. and more people. They're they're running out of they're running out of business and they're trying they to get money yep, exactly. as much as they can for people who who were, uh, failed to uh, well, transition over, which yeah. is you know it's cool. They Every... did that to me, and they jacked it to like. 180 bucks and then charge and I was like I don't think so so I went back and we we duked it out and they dropped it down to 130 you so that's still 130 oh you guys can fight for for prices oh Man, yeah I'm about yeah. to go lower all my prices you just go <laughs> hey hey what can we do about this price and they bring it back they put it back to the promotional they put you in a cage with yeah. wild dogs each wild dog you can beat is ten dollars off the price <laughs> I, like uh, yeah. I, I think i could take like six at least there you go six, six dogs yeah. 60 bucks i, I, I can't take out. any dogs i saw what they did to vic i ain't doing that <laughs> i saw what they did michael vic um i should point out ladies and gentlemen there are three segments per hour and the, this hour spent with chris red and Sarah Keller, I should point out that for each 15-minute segment, Sarah's going to change your hairstyle. So, <laughs> so I know so. what you're going with next. I'll go just, take, a, I'll just take it down. Top knot and be uh, I just had a top knot, and I was getting a headache. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a reason for that. No, you know, there's a definite reason for that. I, uh, you know, you talk about doing what you wanted to do there. I was just on on a conference call with a bunch of lawyers. That sounds like a great time. Oh, it's just a thrill, Chris. It's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. But I kind of went, I'm a little older than you, so the world was different back in those days. And the guy says, what do you think? And I said, here's what I think. I wish it were still like, you know, 35 years ago where I could just punch you right in the head. <laughs> and he said, only the strong survived? And I said, yep. <laughs> That's hilarious. And exactly. no, there's no, I, I'm so envious of that feeling because there's no oh. way I would ever want to... It to be 35 years ago. No, I can understand. <laughs> I can understand. In no, that. yeah, in no context do I ever want it to be 35 years ago. Like not at all. You know, you didn't I'm like 1983. Yeah. Huh? You didn't like 1983? I don't think. Oh, I didn't. I, I, I only prepared that joke uh, based off what he was saying. <laughs> I, I didn't prepare to dive in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no diving in. No, uh, that. 83? Nah, nah, nah. What year were you born? I was born 85. I thought so. He was born in '86. Mm -hmm. I thought you were about the same the same age somewhere in there. Yeah. So yeah, you know what? My brother. Hmm? Yeah. My brother's thirty-two. Yeah, Yeah. that's good. My IQ is (laughs) thirty-two. Your IQ is thirty-two. Yeah. What do you think, man? I I don't know. Uh, Maybe I'm dumb because I don't I don't even know if that's good or not. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like it's not good. No, it's not good. We did a deal on the show yesterday where I took because they. a story showed up on my screen that, that that gave the IQs of all presidents, except for Trump and Obama. They didn't give theirs, but they gave everybody else's. Now, it would seem to me the two latest presidents would be the easiest numbers to get, right? Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure that uh, George Washington, who had an IQ of 140, there was no such thing as an IQ yeah. test back yeah. then. Yeah, so, and he owned people. Uh, and he did own people. He did. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah, uh, right. I think, I, if I could guess, I would say Obama's is easily like 132. Oh, and then Trump's is like a banana. <laughs> just a banana? Yeah, yeah a banana. it's just a literal banana. So I took an IQ test <laughs> while we were on the show yesterday. I took an IQ test, yeah. and I answered all 20 questions correctly. But then they said I had to pay them to get the results, what that means, yeah. right? What the number would be. Yeah. Except they gave away the very small algorithm on how they would arrive at that number. And so based on that, my IQ is 200. I'm here to tell you. My IQ is not 200. It's not 200. <laughs> no. It would be like top five in the world. Top five in so. the world if my IQ was 200. Wow, well, mine's 16,000, so I don't know. Uh-huh. Well, you're number doing. one. New, no, there's a new number good. one, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I mean, look, look it's, it's, it's hard being this smart and intuitive, but Ooh, I like someone that. has to do that. Intuitive, I like yeah. that. Yeah. It all works out for me. I, I, I know where this conversation's already going. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm way ahead of my time. No. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know what my IQ is, but. Uh, I'll leave that a mystery for myself. Yeah, well, just don't ever spring it on yourself. It'll be good. I would say you'd, you'd be happy. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Don't look at me like that. I think so. Don't look at me like he's sly now. No, nah, man, I'm doing all jokes, like, baby. <laughs> I'm going for all laughs right now. <laughs> That's good. That's a good plan. 
in your in your business, that's a really good plan, actually. Yeah, man. No doubt. It was kind of fun. We didn't get a, lot, a whole lot of time on the, on the morning show today to talk about Saturday Night Live and how. So, so you are thirty two years old. I'm thirty three. Thirty three now. Okay. Yeah. Birthday was in March. To have because your first year was last year, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. So basically, to have that kind of instruction, just to live that thing. It's got to be so good for your career. It's unbelievable. Uh, I mean, yeah, that, it doesn't hurt at all. Um, <laughs> right. It's 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 definitely good. It takes a minute to like catch on in, in certain ways, and in other ways, it's like, oh yeah, this is way different. I mean, the relationships I've built um, just through the show is, are, are, are amazing. I've had nights and and weekends that I will never forget ever yeah. in my life. You know, um, and then it just yeah, it just makes everything. Um, it just makes everything better creatively too. Like my stand up is stronger. Yes. Like everything, yes. the writing is stronger. I pay attention to a lot more. I can like handle a lot more. Like I'm not. I mean, I'm tired all the time. But like, you I can like create out of that exhaustion without um, when I need to, which is important when you're when you're just constantly on the go all the time. Yeah, it makes total you gotta sense. Still be able to like show up and do your thing. Does getting a, a laugh from that audience, in other words, the other people on the show, is getting a laugh mean that much more to you with people that are that talented laughing at what you just said? Oh man, yeah, yeah. yeah when you kill in that room, um, it's yep. like the best feeling in the world, man. It's um, it would be. It's comedic heroin. That's what it is. <laughs> you know, that's it's nice. a, comedic heroin. Yeah, it's like a, it's like the great. I've never done heroin. I could. I'm very ignorant with this statement, but uh, <laughs> I don't know firsthand. But I think once you've done heroin, a, you don't stop doing heroin. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what it. I hear about it. The is pretty strong. That's a. It's you know stronger than coffee, uh, but coffee yeah. in the mornings. Um, mm-hmm. That was weird. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like any other stage to me, though. I think that's like it's like any other stage. Uh, the crowd is just like it's it's it is what it is. That's, that's kind of how I, I look at it. I like to make the cast. If if I can make the cast and the producers laugh, like if you're killing it at the table read and and everybody's having fun in rehearsals and like that's when you know you're like okay, yeah, I'm I'm doing good. So as long as and then you see if the world likes it, and sometimes they do, sometimes they don't, and you, and you just have to roll with that. Um, that was that was getting I, that took some getting used to. It's like uh, performing and feeling good, and then waking up and hearing everybody's thoughts about every single thing that everybody did. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly. And so that about. that was a little weird. Um, but outside of that, you know what I mean? I mean, even that was cool when it's good. When it's bad, it's just like bombing anywhere else. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it wouldn't make any difference. It. It's a part of it. It's like you can't hang on to that. It's like it's going to be what it is. Do you know the first person told you you were funny? Do you remember? Oh, the first person. Yeah, uh, it's this girl, Katie. I don't know her. I forgot her last name. She said I was funny because she didn't think I was cute. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I asked her out, and she was like, you're funny. Uh, and then she kept on doing her homework. <laughs> you, you asked the question. No, I, it's, a, it's a great answer. It's a very honest Katie, answer. Katie, if you're out there, you you lose. <laughs> Ooh. She does. She could be doing very well. I don't know. Well, look at the, I don't even think about her life, Just man. look at the development. I mean, here it is right there. It's on camera right now. Everything's yeah. good. I, I She's watching. I don't know her, her last name. So <laughs> I, just, I do remember that vividly, though. I was a very shy kid. I was like... Um, yeah, I was an extremely shy kid, and so I didn't really talk much, and I, I had all these crushes. <laughs> and Katie was the biggest one in that particular grade. I, don't know, I think it was like third grade or something. Third grade? I think so, yeah. All right. But she did say you were funny. She said I was funny. That was good. I, don't, I, I think it's because I was asking her out, though. Not because <laughs> yeah, I said funny. a that's funny laughable. joke. Yeah. See, saying that's laughable is not saying that you're funny. Right. That's a totally different yeah, thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's the whole joke of it. I love that. <laughs> yeah, Maybe I she was trying it. to compliment you, but she had really bad social skills. So she just threw something out and then stopped making eye contact. Well, I remember laughing at what she said, right? Because I was uncomfortable. Yeah, uh, yeah, I was yeah. like, <laughs> and then I realized in my mind, like, yo, y'all have only had two conversations in which you've said, hi, Katie. <laughs> Wait, what about me is funny. That's it took me true. a while to break down how how uh, she she dissed the hell out of me. Nah, <laughs> uh, I'm sure I'm sure she's out there pining away. Uh, there's several people doing that. Oh, a lot of people doing that. A lot on my Facebook. Yeah, really. A lot, a lot in the Facebook messages. No, a person asked me for six hundred dollars. 
What? Yeah, what? yeah. Sarah, someone asked me for $600. I went to school with her 15 years ago. And uh, she hit me up after 15 years. And she's like, yo, you're doing so well. Um, I, you know what? You've always been, like, cool and nice to me. Um, could you give me $600? I was like, huh. that, what? You in 15 years you ain't made better friends. That's insane. <laughs> I wish you had said the part where you went to school with her because yeah. I was gonna say, and then you said, "No, mom, you can't have any more money." Yeah. Ah, <laughs> there you go. Nice. That's we'll nice. be right back. Two minutes more right after this Tom Bernard show. John, I just got another complaint about our delivery service. Oh, not again. Yep, we have to do something about our courier service. You know, they're a reflection of us. What happened now? Well, you know that one driver that has the dog that rides with him? Uh-huh. Well, when he got out of his truck to deliver our package, his dog got out and delivered, well, uh, his own package, if you know what I mean. That's it. I want you to call... Priority Courier Experts, because you know they've got more than 500 drivers. And tell them we need... A professional, reliable courier service. And make sure they have internet order entry and real-time tracking you know i had priority courier experts account rep in here about a month ago and who knows how many accounts we could have serviced better if we had just signed up and started using the twin cities largest most reliable on-call courier service what's that number because the next package is going with priority courier experts already dialing 651-748-4477 priority courier experts can we help you can you ever priority courier experts every time you call us we deliver Tony Price from the Gold Star Ride Foundation here. I wanted to share a story from the road. Since you already know about Gold Star families being those left behind when somebody's killed in the military, and you already know those people died for your freedom. So I woke up in a cheap motel somewhere in the mountains, and I shared stories with the manager. As I was leaving, a maid who had been listening, and her name is Shorty, ran out to ask me if she could donate. I said yes, and I tried to donate $30 with a credit card. It didn't work, and we made arrangements to meet at a coffee shop a block away after she went to an ATM. I got coffee and invited the people at the coffee shop to talk on our documentary, which they agreed to do. Then they made me pay for the coffee. It wasn't much, but still, when I turned around, there was the maid, Shorty, who handed me a $20 bill saying she couldn't donate 30 because she only had 20 Made me feel sorry for the young women in the coffee shop who couldn't come up with $4 for my coffee. Thank you, Shorty. Goldstarride.org. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Chris Red's here. He's He will be at Rick Brown's house in comedy. And Shy is back, by the way. So that's good. Shy is back. Everybody's happy. Tonight, 7.30 and 9.45. Tomorrow night, 7 and 9.30. See, I just memorize stuff. I don't even have to look... What time are you on stage? I know, man. So, so many people don't do their homework. Man. They don't. People don't do any homework. Nah, I don't know why that is. That's because you can work anywhere. That's it? <clears throat> yeah. Uh-oh. JB's got something profound to say. No. It's not, <laughs> no. No, it wasn't really profound. It was just one of those weird questions that popped in my head. Do you get asked a lot uh, often, do you know other black comics constantly? Do I get constantly asked if I know other black comics? Yeah. Uh, specifically, like, do you know Guy and Joe Torrey? Oh, um, no, no, I don't. I mean, I've, yes, I've met them. We've done shows uh, together, but uh, I wouldn't say I know them. Because like the, the weird thing when I was young, I was their summer group counselor for a year. You were a summer group counselor of the Torrey brothers? Yeah. Were they funny? They were. <laughs> Normal. I was 16 and they were, you know, 11, 12. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So, they, so they weren't broken yet. <laughs> no, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. You do have to be broken to be funny, don't you? Yeah. There has to be something loose. Something loose for sure. sure a well, a well adjusted Definitely. comic sounds terrible. Mm. No, I mean, I. I think we're well adjusted now, but like not. No, no, don't <laughs> no, I mean, we're, we're, we're well adjusted for this hour of show. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Just for another fifteen minutes, you're well adjusted. I'm trying to think of like the, the nice most well adjusted comic I can think of. Yeah, Emo Phillips. <laughs> Emo <Yeah>. Phillips, <laughs> super well adjusted. The most well adjusted comedian of all time. Maybe not. I don't know Emo Phillips. Tom Bergeron. He's probably pretty. Well, he's not really a comedian. He's not really a comedian, though. I suppose he's more of a host. What, I'm trying to think of well, something. Jerry Seinfeld has the theory that 
it's overrated that people say comics are broken or they have a lot of pain. Yeah, but like Jerry's rich. <laughs> He's a Come on, Jerry. Man. Jesus Christ, man. Let us broke broke people feel. Well, okay. You either have to God. be broken or Jewish. There. <laughs> Jesus. there you go. Jerry's a fantastic joke writer, fantastic comic, but like you're a rich man, dude. A billion dollars. How do that's you? Pretty good money. That's so much money. Where do you put that much money? I, in the cars, though. In your pocket. You just Why buy you get cars? cars? Yeah. yeah. Well, he... Um, say cars? In cars. cars. Why get, well, yeah. I have an observation. Like Jay Leno? He brought a car that threw off the the world's market of this car. It was a collectible yeah, right. car. Right. But he overpaid for it, and now oh, the so market... So now all the sellers want that, that much. Yeah. Right. That's, and it was, a, it was literally, they said, uh, two steps away from being a rust bucket. Yo, that's a, it. that's a boss move. That's a real boss Destroying move. Destroying an economy by yourself? It's well, pretty good. Did he destroy an economy? Car economy. He, he, him alone? Mm-hmm. Well, if you got a billion dollars, I mean, hey, go to some small town and, you know, pay $100 million for a sandwich. There you go. You just ruined that town's you economy. Ruined that next yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, all, there's sad ways to look at everything. But uh, it is still a boss move. Lex Luthor was a boss. Well, when it yeah, comes to true. collectible cars, I mean, pretty much everyone in that industry has at least a good amount of money. Yeah. So it's not, yeah, it's not like you're doing anything like making impoverished people even more poor. It's like, you know, yeah. oh, no, I can't afford my third collectible car this month. Bunch of rich guys playing with their money. I never That's understood fun. collectible cars. Very strange. I don't even know what that like a collectible car. I I know what the term means. I'm not an idiot, but like I don't know what that feels like to have a car I collected. I wouldn't either. like that, like that's not a thing. I coll- you collect coins. You collect. <laughs> Pontiac yeah. Grand Prix. That's what you gotta get. With oh, the, the Grand Prix. I have one. Or yeah. yeah, yeah. I want to drive around in but like. That's your, that's your car, though, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. You, it. you love it. A collectible sounds like you don't drive it. The, uh, yeah, I doubt Jay Leno drives. How many cars does he own? Uh, hundreds. Yeah, I doubt he drives them on a regular basis. No. He so does not. yeah, he just has them sitting somewhere, looks at them sometime. Wow. I don't know. Man. It's a good thing. I can't wait to have cars I only use. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Oh, I can't wait for like. I can't wait to forget people. I can't wait to have cars. Like the, the one with six hundred dollars. Yeah. Oh man, okay. she's already right. forgotten, fam. All right. All right. Good. I'm close to forgetting cousins. <laughs> By the way, that's going to get much worse. Uh, yeah, I know. It's going to get much. It's been. Much worse. It's been bad for. It's been bad for a little while, but just on the subtle creep. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. There we go. Leno owns 286 vehicles. 286. 169 cars. 117 motorcycles. I don't own 286 of anything. Nah. No. Well, I, I, a socks. I but I don't even think <laughs> some complete pairs. That's so a lot of socks. I have a lot of socks, so man. Like you. Chris collects socks. I do. I collect. They're collectibles. Uh, I got black ones, gray ones, white. Ones. Listen, y'all know colors, man. Like, yeah, we know colors. We man. know all the colors. Yeah, I got all the colors. Um, don't you think it'd be smart? And maybe I'm totally wrong about this, but don't you think it'd be smart of Jerry Seinfeld to start reaching out for for comedians that are kind of bubbling under. They haven't quite broken big yet, but they're about to. I think that he's not that kind of comic. No, he's and not, shouldn't is he? be. Uh, because of... Uh, the, Jay-Z said this great thing, uh, rapper, for anybody who doesn't know that. Uh, <laughs> philanthropist, uh, pastor. Uh, uh, Jay-Z said that, like, like he, he, when somebody asked him about like a new artist coming up, uh, he was like, yeah, there's some new guys coming up that I really like. That's all I'll say for now. Because his nod means so much to the culture. Yeah, I suppose that's like true. Like, once right. he an- acknowledges you're that thing, then it's like, oh, okay, now I'm on a different level of respect. And Jerry holds himself there, and he should. I mean, he's one of the guys, you know what I'm saying? No, so, I understand that. Like, yeah, I think he should. But, like, at the same time, if I was Jerry, you know what I'm saying? I'm just not going to acknowledge every new guy coming through. No, no, I, I don't mean that like, at all. You know, just, you know we had we had to have those guys. I think it balances out It balances out the culture of comedy. And, and yeah. it, to have guys like Jerry, so um, I mean, that's I'm just assuming he's like that. He could be having somebody bubble up and be tapping people. I don't know. He hasn't tapped me, uh, 
<laughs> I don't know if I'd say but, that publicly. He hasn't tapped me. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I didn't see how I didn't hear how that sounded. Um, so yeah. Uh, wow. Well, <laughs> now we're here, guys. Uh, we're moving on. That's all. But he know. hasn't tapped me though, and he won't. <laughs> It'll never happen. It'll never happen. All right. I just wanted to make sure that that was true. Uh, no, I just uh, I don't know. It's an interesting. One of the things about this job that I love, like this, the morning show job I've had now, I'm in my 33rd year, and watching all these people come through. Now, there are people that came in the first year or two who are now in their 60s. Like, you know, 33 years from now, you're going to be 66 years old, right? Crazy. So there are some comedians that came in that are now in their 60s, and it's, it's really interesting to watch. Like guys like Seinfeld, he mm-hmm. used to come on the show because he wasn't that big a deal yet. Yeah. You know, that was in the 90s, and this show started in 1986. So seeing all those people, you know, come build these careers, it was, it was, it's great to watch. Yeah, I think it's, that it must be so fascinating to see, like, how people grow into who, they, who they're is, going yeah. to essentially become. It is, and you also meet some raging jerks. Yeah, oh, yeah, lots oh, of them. Bet. Yeah, oh, yeah we have a lot of, yeah, we have a lot of terrible people. But we also have a lot of, Awesome people too coming up. I think our generation yeah. is like some of the coolest comics. Yeah, I would say I don't know, man. I wasn't there. I wasn't around. You know what I mean? When like on the, other, the the generation before, but I feel like we have so much love in our generation of comics, man. Like um, we can have more always, but I think it's yeah, it's a lot of us that like each other. Well, that's a good thing. Yeah, or at least respect each other. I will tell you this: the the people, and they were all guys. I've not run into one woman yet that was a jerk. No? No, I really haven't. I, I really yes, have you have. Well, oh, no, Sarah's sorry. still got a shot. You <laughs> still I'm working on it. I'm biding my time. Yeah. Biding your time on it. Yeah. But she guys... she punches crotches, like, all the time. Yeah, like, see, Sarah, I, I, I found that the first night I met Sarah, we were in a McDonald's, and she was punching crotches, like, nobody's business. Wouldn't and stop. It, it, and I was like, hey, stop punching those crotches. Just get on the road. And it's been love ever since. There you go. Yeah, bro. It's all you need. Number one asshole. Every right once here. in a while, I fall off the wagon and punch another crotch, but yeah. she's there to pick me up. Yeah. <laughs> if she, if she can punch as she falls, which is dope looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why? Well, yeah. yeah, that's probably true. It's kind of like, you know, like a kung fu movie. Yeah. <laughs> it is. If it was only about crotch <laughs> punching. <laughs> <laughs> I have a very specific kung hey, fu listen, skill. You know, there's been Sonny Chiba. You could just be the crotch puncher and yeah. you make all these... Kung Fu movies about punching people in the crowd. Well, now I have my new credit. Yeah, you, you, got, new credit. you got your new credit. Look, man, a few more credits, you a penguin almost in the biz. You know what I'm saying? You know what's amazing, though? Three of the biggest jerks that I've ever had in studio, all three of them got nailed for uh, sexual harassment or sexual assault. For real? All three of them. Are they great comics? Mm, a couple of them are. Yeah. A couple of them are really good actors, too, but not anymore. <laughs> well, they're probably still good actors. Well, they probably still are. comics. They're, they're, they're just it. freaks. And, and, yeah. And, yeah. There's a lot of freaks, man. A lot of freaks. I didn't realize there were so many freaks. Oh, I agree. Here, you know? I just agree. going past no. I didn't realize. <laughs> but, um, dang. Sorry, guys. <laughs> that it's all. You're sorry that it's over for him. I'm, well, it, no, there needs to be cleansing, man. This needed to happen. You know what I mean? I just keep. I hope it continues to grow in a very healthy way. That's you know good. What I'm saying? That's good. And um, yeah, I don't know what else to say. I don't. I don't do all that. You know what I mean? I no, can, I, I can consent all the time. All the I time, understand. I can consent even if I don't want to sleep with her. I just can consent just in case. <laughs> all right. It's like, yo, could we? No, don't. I, I think <laughs> yes? it's a very okay, cool. It's a very smart idea. I think it's a good idea. I got a waiver and everything. Actually, I was, I was thinking <laughs> only one waiver. of the jerks came with you. I know you. I think you might have even been out of town. Uh, no, say, you were. Don't still just in say town. you. Who you talking to? Say my name. Say my name. Say my name. Tell me my name. I hear article. Chris Red hangs out with. <laughs> Chris Red hangs out with Jeremy Piven. Oh <laughs> no, he's still doing stand up. Uh, yeah. No, he isn't. I heard. Oh, nice burn. Yeah. That's one of the biggest pricks I've ever beautiful. met. Beautiful. That was a I'm beautiful burn. No, man, I, uh, I have heard that his show was bad. I haven't seen it though. But not a nice human being. Yeah. Oh, I heard that too. Haven't met him though. So well, Jerry's anybody, still out. Anybody this tall should be nice. Yeah. Don't you think? Is he that small? He's tiny, right? D- that's crazy. Oh, he's tiny. Who Everyone. dresses him? <laughs> <laughs> that Jeremy Piven. That, that was a joke. 
It wasn't I haven't met me. you. I don't. I just like to roast small things. <laughs> <laughs> See, it all works out in the end. I came here for jokes, so I came here to do it. That's a good thing. Well, you you have a you have a great. Now you developed your worldview from your family, from your neighborhood, from out, everything uh, together. Yeah, all of that, and just like I've just had a weird. I, I had a weird view of life in general. Are you? Yeah, like I've always, like, I had like a wild imagination as a kid, like all yeah. the time. And I've always felt like, when I watched the Truman Show, I always felt kind of like life was that a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then and then as you get, like, uh, if you, as you do more in this business, it becomes that a little bit. Right. And, and so, uh, yeah, it's just like, yeah, I, I just like to, um, yeah, I, I like to look at the world from my view, which is like real petty, but also just... You know, try to try to take a new angle on things and and try to figure myself out too. It's a, it's a lot a lot about me figuring out like my mistakes. I made a lot of mistakes, so man, I, I like to talk about. Them. Well, to re- realize that so young at only thirty three years old is a good thing because most most people don't even realize that till they're like fifty. Yeah, that's yeah. I needed to. Yeah, you know, when you, when, you, when you're broke. Uh, you have a lot of time to think. <laughs> you're living true. on a couch yeah. and you're 30 years old and you're living on a couch in a, in a, in a house uh, college kids own. Uh, it's, yeah. you know, I had a lot of, I had a lot of time to think about everything, you know, I mean, so I, I always try to stay grounded and, you know, my parents like that too. That's good. Uh, they're pretty uh, grounded, humble people. You know, so they fully support your. Well, now that you're on Saturday Night Live, yeah, they, have they ain't got support. no damn choice. <laughs> they got no choice now. Uh, they, you know, they were um, not really for like, cause I, you know, I was rapping before this. So they weren't really for dream chasing that much. My dad was a little yeah. bit more, uh, more just like supportive about it. My mom really didn't like it, didn't vibe with it at all. I remember when I stopped rapping, and she was like, "So you gonna go back to school?" I was like, "I think I'm gonna go take some improv class." She's like, "Another damn dream!" You know? <laughs> no more dreams. It was like for 14 you. years of me just I doing nothing but rapping, and then like all of a sudden at 24, I want to go take an improv class. And so I know I, I, in her world that's ridiculous again. But uh, once once um. Once I once I started like booking some stuff and stuff started working out, she she kind of got on board and really opened up. And now she's like a huge fan of it. She even told somebody like she was in, a, in an argument on a conference call with somebody once, and 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 uh, and they were judging somebody for not going to a certain school. And mm-hmm. my mom's just like, I had to tell them it doesn't matter what school you go to, how much education you have, if you have work ethic, everything I've been like saying to my mom my whole life. And mm-hmm. she didn't even. I don't even think she knew she was saying the exact words I had been like yelling at, as a kid, but it was just like a dope moment, and I had to like stop it. Ma, you know? And she's like, "Yeah, yeah, I heard it." I'm like, "Yeah." It was like a good moment, like a full circle situation. Well, they did a good job. You seemed like a very nice man. That's a good thing. It's all a ruse. It's, it's all, all a ruse. ruse. It's all a lie. <laughs> it's all you. a cover. Thank you very much. He's uh, just out here punching crotches. Oh exactly. man. <laughs> Rick Bronson's House of Comedy tonight, tomorrow night. Yeah. Chris Red. Yeah. You got Sarah Keller. I got Sarah Keller. She's hilarious. Come by. Come see her. Then see I, me. I got to see Shy see before Shy. I went off on the road. Shy. That'll be good. That's a good thing. Shy. I missed you. Shy. Yeah, she's a wonderful person. She is a wonderful person. Don't tell she is dope. Who's the host today, Shy? You know? You know, we all gonna be surprised. <laughs> the Lord, the Lord is gonna be in the building. The Lord's gonna be in the That's building, good. y'all. That's we, good. We be <laughs> all right, we will be back with hour two. Thank you very much for being here. Great, oh, of course, thank you guys for having me.